May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. Thursday, March 19th, and uh, our daily reading is Mark 7, 24 to 37, and what you just heard was my son, Finn, and uh, he, uh, uh, he got a, uh, you know, we're trying to find ways to keep him distracted, and, and um, a microphone with a computer was one that worked for a, about a good 15 minutes, so I felt pretty good about that. It's good to be with all of you. Uh, before we get into our daily reading, I just want to challenge you. We've been trying to find ways to connect uh, online, and uh um, we sent an email out, and I just want to let you know, if you don't get our emails, if you're listening to this and you don't get our emails, I encourage you to take a second and subscribe. You can do that by going to our website. There's a place to subscribe at the bottom of our webpage on, I think, every page on our website. So if you just go to our webpage, uh, go scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a place to subscribe to our email. I encourage you to do that, um, uh, and you can stay up to date with things that are happening, like Sunday worship this week, uh, we're going to do worship online, and that's going to be at live.centralcity.cl. And here's the thing. There are probably people in your life, people who wouldn't come to church, but given the state of the world and given the fact and or given the fact that we're doing church online, they might tune in. They might come and check out worship, hear the word of God proclaimed. So I want to challenge you. Is there someone in your life that you've been praying for that you're like, hey, you know what? They might be interested and tuning in online and experiencing church online, uh, send in that link, live.centralcity.co. Uh, our daily reading is Mark 7, 24 to 37. We're going to read verses 24 to 30, I believe, and uh, it's, a, it's a hard passage, uh, but life is hard, so let's dig into it. Here it is. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She began, she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child laying on the bed, and the demon was gone.
God, we come before you and we recognize that just like the world we live in, scripture doesn't always make sense. Sometimes scripture, uh, just like the world we live in, comes across as harsh, out of place, or even strange. Lord, we ask that you would speak to us through it anyways. You would give us wisdom to understand. And then by giving us that wisdom, we might grow into maturity and be able to handle some of the complexities and nuances of life all the better. It's your name we pray. Amen. What a passage to uh, be reading today. Uh, just a reminder, we, we picked these passages not randomly. Uh, we, we're, we're getting them from the Common Prayer for Ordinary Radicals. Um, you can find that at commonprayer.net. And this just happens to be the passage for today and the one that out of the out of the larger reading I, I chose to spend some time with. And, and it's it's honestly just it's a list is one of Lissa's most least favorite passages. It's, it's just a terrible story of Jesus. And I don't I don't think I'm out of place saying that. And I know a lot of other people feel that way. And and, and, and but I, I thought, you know, you know, in this world that we live in right now, um, let's spend some time with a harder passage. Let's spend time with something that we we aren't going to fully understand or fully comprehend because that, that's the world we live in. And I think I do appreciate Scripture for being raw and messy and complicated and hard and even harsh at times because it, it it's representative of life in the world that we live in. So here's what's going on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to spend a little bit of time with this very briefly um, and offer some thoughts. But here's the story. Jesus leaves Galilee, and he goes to a place um, where he leaves the Jewish community. And you have to remember that Jew- Jesus was very Jewish. They were very closed off. Um, he has interacted with Gentiles, but only Gentiles in his Jewish community. And he leaves the Galilee in the Jewish community for the reason we've mentioned a couple different times recently. He, he's trying to get away from the crowds. He's trying to get away from all of the popularity and fame and get time alone uh, with himself and with his disciples. So he goes to this area along the coast. And you have to understand that this is a beautiful beautiful part of the country and um, where a lot of wealthy individuals lived. And, um, and in this area, he's, he's kind of going away to, for vacation, right? I mean, that's, he's going to the beach, and he's getting away with his disciples, beautiful little area, and um, he goes to this house. He doesn't want anyone to know he's there because he's trying to get away from it all. He's, he's God, but he's also human. He's exhausted. And this woman comes in and says, I want you to heal my daughter. And Jesus says, Hey, you know what? Let the children eat all they want, for it is right, not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs, which is an extremely harsh way uh, to talk to anyone. And um, it's a very, very harsh thing for Jesus to say. In uh, commentaries, I've uh, tried to soften it a bit, but the reality is, is Jesus says, hey, I'm here to serve the people of Israel first. You're not an Israelite, um, so you get second, second helping. Part of what Jesus is saying theologically is, is that someday ministry will open up to the Gentiles. It will in the early church very quickly, but it, but it really wasn't yet. Jesus' mission was to the people of Israel first. And uh, so that's part of what he's saying theologically, but, but he says it very harshly. And, and you know what? I almost, um, I almost, in some way, I feel two things about this. On the one hand, I, I'm deeply bothered deeply, deeply bothered that Jesus would have a moment of weakness, you know, that Jesus would have this moment where he says something mean. Uh, to be fair, the woman rises to the occasion, challenges Jesus, and Jesus gives in. He says, you know what, you won this argument, and you're right, your daughter's healed. 
Um, so it's not like he he's stubborn or sticks with it. But but part of me like is bothered by the fact that Jesus has this moment of weakness and he says something harsh. But then the other side of me is like, you know what? Isn't it kind of beautiful in a way that Jesus has a moment of weakness um, where he says something a little harsh? Some of the context for this is not only was Jesus trying to get away from the crowds and get away from people, so there might have been a little bit of tension there, but Jesus grew up in in the rural countryside of Israel where where his family and friends were farmers who were growing crops, and those crops were going to the big cities like the one along the coast where he was visiting. And, and the reality is, is that it was probably fairly common for him, for him and his family, and for his family and friends and extended community to grow food, have to ship most of it to the wealthy, and their kids go hungry. And, and, and so in this context, Jesus is, there might have been tension as well, just socioeconomically, where Jesus is, is this lower middle class family with lower middle class people like fishermen, and they all are now in this city. And this woman who represents the wealth and the extravagance and, and the things that often exploit them is asking for Jesus' help. And so between trying to get away from the crowds and, and having a little bit of socioeconomic tension, Jesus says something harsh. And while part of that bothers me, part of me asks the question, you know, Jesus has moments of weakness. We're going to, we, you can look at a story where Jesus asked God, hey, I don't want to die on the cross. He basically says, take this cup from me. He says, I don't want to do this. Where he cries, where he sweats um, uh, blood, where where he knows he's going to raise someone from the dead, but he still cries about it. Jesus is very, very much human. And we get to see this particular side of Jesus' humanity. And here's the thing that I know is true. You're stuck at home, maybe with kids, maybe by yourself, maybe with a spouse. If you haven't already accidentally said something harsh, you are a better person than me. And it turns out probably a better person than Jesus. You know, this is part of what it means to be human. But one of the things we see from Jesus' example and one of the things that, in, in some ways, maybe Jesus even knew this, being sort of the God part of Jesus, he knew this woman could rise to the occasion, and, and sometimes people can't, and you can do a lot of harm, and you have to apologize. But maybe he knew that this woman would just bite back and, and, and rise to the occasion, and, and that would, in some strange way, strengthen her faith. But she did. She rose to the occasion, and Jesus uh, let her win the argument. Um, so maybe that's the lesson for some of us today is uh, you just have to let the other person win the argument. I'm not sure what it is for you, but but I know that, one, life can be hard and complicated. Scripture can be hard and complicated and harsh, and the person of Jesus was both God and human and life and humanity and all of these things mixed together into a mess. And so I want to, 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 to challenge you today. Give yourself some grace. You're going to be harsh. You're gonna, you can't get away. There, there's not room for vacation. You're not going to be able to go to the beach. Life is just going to be a little hard at times today. Uh, and and the people who you are closest with, who you are quarantined with, um, you might not always get it right. Give yourself a break. Take a second, breathe in, let the other person win, and move on. Life will continue. And God will continue to meet us. And God will continue to use us. If Jesus can be harsh, 
and still give in and let the other person win and still go on to love and to serve, so can you. So give yourself a break. Hi, this is Heidi Weaver-Smith. And today I'd like to share with you all a prayer from the common, uh, the Book of Common Prayer, A Liturgy for Ordinary Radicals uh, by Shane Claiborne and Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove. Uh, this book uh, is, is a collection of prayers and blessings um, and daily readings that you can do. And there is a prayer in here. I am not sure who it's attributed to, but it's called An Affirmation of Faith. Lord, you have always given bread for the coming day, and though I am poor, today I believe. Lord, you have always given strength for the coming day, and though I am weak, today I believe. Lord, you have always given peace for the coming day, and though of anxious heart, today I believe. Lord, you have always kept me safe in trials, and now, tried as I am, Today, I believe. Lord, you have always marked the road for the coming day, and though it may be hidden, today, I believe. Lord, you have always lightened the darkness of mine, and though the night is here, today, I believe. Lord, you have always spoken when time was ripe, and though you be silent, today, I believe. That prayer was just offered by Heidi Weaver-Smith. Uh, Heidi is the director of Love Boldly, an uh, organization uh, that's the cross-section of faith and sexuality. Uh, her and her husband and two kids are uh, pretty active in our community and uh, excited to have her share a prayer that um, she had shared with her small group out of the common prayer. And uh, they had uh, someone in their small group had said, hey, you should have her share this on the podcast. So I'm glad that she did that. If you have something you want to share, a thought or a word or a prayer or even one of the devotions, uh, please let me know. Joe at centralcity.co. Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. Now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you.